Good afternoon and happy Sunday. I am coming back to you guys today to go further into the book of Crushing by T.D. Jakes. Where I left off at, it was in chapter 11, and that's been a few weeks. We only have a couple chapters left, so I want to come back today and give you chapter 12. Okay, I believe there's 15 chapters in this book, so we don't have too much more to go. So I want to, you know, get back in here and get this book finished. And um, hopefully it has been a blessing to you guys. It has opened up your eyes to some things that you may be dealing with in your own life. And you'll, you know, hopefully realize that whatever you're going through is to better you, is to um, open your eyes to something that you may need to change. Okay. Because everything that we do in our lives, it doesn't mean that it's, you know, of God. It doesn't mean that it's pleasing to God. It could be out of our own desire. You know, you know, God's desire is for us to have an abundant life, a prosperous life. So there's some things that you're doing and it's not um, prospering and it's not looking like it's taking off. Then, you know, sometimes we need to take a step back and look at those things and say, okay, what do I need to do? You know, is there something that I need to change within myself? Am I, do I have to change some things that's, you know, with, um, around me, you know, my actions, my reactions, the people that I'm dealing with, the people that I'm connected to. Okay. So let's jump right in here to chapter 12 of the book, Crushing by T.D. Jakes. If this is the first uh, chapter that you're hearing, the previous ones are on the same podcast. Okay. Um, you can go in there and listen to those and it'll catch you up and then you could come back to listen to chapter 12, but it's, it's your decision. Okay. So chapter 12, I'm going to be getting, um, beginning with this quote that is shared by C.S. Lewis. And it says this, that is what mortals misunderstand. They say of some temporal suffering, no future bliss can make up for it. Not knowing that heaven once attained will work backwards and turn even that agony into a glory. Okay. And I believe that is what this book is about. Preparing us, helping us to go through our crushing seas and our crushing times. And just letting us know that our crushing is not done to um, stop us. It's not done to um, box us in. It's not done to um, prevent us from anything. It's actually helping us to do so much more. It's helping us to get to that next level. It's helping us to see that something that we are doing, something that we're in may not be the right thing for us to advance in the kingdom of God. Okay, so I'm going to get right into sharing some parts of the book. Okay, and it starts with this. In fact, it's eternal. The relationship between you and the master, your relationship with God exhausts the length of all time because an internal God cannot produce anything less than an internal seed. Eternal seed, sorry. Therefore, each of us is intended for the ever after. We are eternal spirits temporarily in earthly bodies. Okay? It's the agony that lies within the brevity of time that makes us doubt him in his plan unfortunately we allow our limited understanding of pain to drive us into the arms of temporary idols that would never 
be able to appreciate the eternal vintage that makes us so unique. All too often, instead of running to the master venture, which is God, we heed the call of sex, drugs, money, or whatever else we believe will drown out the still, small voice of the lover of our souls as he beckons for us through his use of the discomfort we hate so much. And let me tell you, none of that stuff works. It pushes you further away from God. It pushes you further down into that pit. And it just creates more chaos than you need in your life. Okay? The truth is that we've all cheated on him from time to time. How have we cheated on God? By not listening to his word, by not doing what it says, by going um, in the opposite direction of what he's told us to. Okay? By not following his commands, by not um, giving our life back to him, by going um, to these temporary idols. And again, what are those? Sex, drugs, money, or whatever else. Okay? That is outside of what he's told us which is good for us okay you try to do your own thing you fought to go your own way even still because it's a because of the root of faith that was deep inside you ultimately had to turn around return home to his arms bow yourself before him and realize that all you've ever gotten in your life comes from your father yes you might have the pro 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 proclivities that to serve the devil we all have the sinful human nature of our original parents Adam and Eve so don't think that you are without sin because we all have sin we all will sin okay but deeper than that lies a commitment to the Lord because there's something about loving God that lingers okay we know that we are we are all created in this sinful world okay none of us are perfect Okay, um, no sin is worse than the next. Whatever we do that is outside of God is, you know, a sin. If you're sleeping around, if you are um, lying, cheating, I mean, all, all kind of stuff. All, there's all types of sins. Okay, I'm not going to even get into that because that's, that's not what this is about. But when we do out stuff outside of God, we, we all have done it. Okay. There is no perfect person on this earth. So don't think that you are better than someone because none of us are better than anyone. We have all done different things. Some of us similar things. Okay. So despite our attempts to escape our crushing, God is intent on converting us from one level of life to another one. What he is doing with you is not built on your finished work. Your salvation and new identity are built on the finished work of Christ. And that finished work was done with everlasting effect, just as he is God forever. As we have seen, we can look throughout all the Old Testament until now and see the master's blood, red wine, seeping out of eternity and into this present moment. Okay. God has promised that we will find him if we seek him. That's a big if. God has promised that we will find him if we seek him. And that is out of Jeremiah 29, 13. From all my years of actively pursuing God, though I've discovered that he loves to play hide and seek, he doesn't always hide in the most obvious places. 
but he leaves a trail of spiritual breadcrumbs for us to follow when he's chosen an out-of-the-way place in which to conceal himself. God is easily spotted during our joyous seasons, but it, is oft- but it often seems as if he's an expert at tucking himself away in the most obscure most obscure locations doing our trying times okay and this um holy hide and seek is what it says in the in the book uh, book crushing you know and when we're when things are going good for us we can always see god we can always praise him we can always thank him but what about in those times when we're when he's not easily seen Okay, when we can't always hear from him, when we are going through something that is looks like it was set up to destroy us, where can we see God? And do we even seek him in those times? Okay, does he always answer to us in those times? You know, sometimes we have to be, um, oh, let me see, how can I say this? There are times when um, God may have to hide himself from us. So he can, well, so we can, look back and say okay even though I was going through this and even though it seemed like it was so hard you know I still have faith that God was still there because we know that he would never leave us lonely okay but so he can't always be there every time we cry out for him every time we call out for him because how then how would we remember and recall that even though it seemed like it was too hard to bear, even though it seemed like it was too much for us to go through at that time, we still have to have had faith that he was there, okay? So there's gonna be times when it looks like, and it will be, that God is gonna be playing a holy hide and seek with us, okay? Are we gonna seek him out? Are we gonna call out to him? Are we going to wait on him? Okay, because sometimes we can get so, um, um, what's the word, what's the word, what's the word? Um, I can't think of the word. But, you know, I shared in previous, um, probably a couple of chapters ago about patience. You know, sometimes we have to learn. We're going to have to know patience. We're going to have to learn patience. And it could be, said that those are sometimes in those hard times is when we need to exercise our patience more because if we don't get to know patience and learn how to um, wait then we're going to get so used to running outside of our of our crushing season and go back to those things that I shared previously from the book drugs sex and other, those other things. So you want to remember that in those times when it seems like you can't hear God or it looks like he doesn't hear you, you want to exercise your patience. You want to have faith and just know that while he isn't listening, while he isn't answering me right now, it's not like he's ignoring me. He wants to see how you are going to act. He wants to see how you're going to respond. Are you going to exercise your patience? Are you going to exercise your faith? Or are you going to run back to uh, those temporary idols? Okay, so moving along. 
moving along. Yet, in the face of such evidence, the Hebrews believed their fear instead of trusting God. Doesn't that sound familiar? I cannot be the only one plagued with panic during the afflictions of life. When faced with calamities, we believe our fears of destruction and forget that God is present, even though he may be hiding from our physical senses. But a hidden God does not equal an absent God. Like a grape transformed into wine, God is training us to recognize him in another form. Wow. Let me read that last sentence again. Like a grape transformed into wine, God is training us to recognize him in another form. Okay? Another form. And let me go over here to this. Okay? I'm going to be sharing a couple more sections out of the book and then that will be it for chapter 12 okay after all God has to keep our attention just like the children of Israel we're prone to spiritual attention deficit disorder spiritual ADD we want to trust him and move through our crushing and fermenting and become his holy wine but we struggle to wait to hope to remain faithful even as he remains faithful have you ever desired desired something for so long that you resolved in yourself resolved in yourself that it was never going to happen have you ever had to declare that your dreams were dead so that you would finally have a moment's peace it's the delay in the fulfillment of promises of god that causes so much pain When the master gives us a vision of what he's going to do in our lives, he shows us the mountain peaks while he hides the valleys. If you saw the climb you would have to endure to get to the mountaintop, you would abandon the entire trip. Now, who would agree and raise their hand and says that is true? If God showed you the complete picture, if he showed you the complete route that you had to take to get to your next level, if he showed you the mountaintops, if he showed you the valleys, okay? If he showed you the good points and the bad points, the high points and the low points, would you complete that entire journey? Would you go through that full destination? Or would you turn around and run and hide for cover? Would you, if you knew everything, everything that you had to endure if you knew everything that you had to face would you continue in this season of crushing would you continue in this time of pruning this time of purging would you continue it not all of us can take pain not all of us can go through things and know that it's going to hurt okay everyone is not equipped for that But let me tell you this, if you knew the valleys, if you knew the mountaintops, and if you knew what lied ahead, would you do it? Would you say yes? Like, I can take the pain, okay? I can take my feelings getting hurt. I can take people 
shunning me. I could take people telling me no if I knew that there was going to be yes on the other side of that. Okay? If I knew I had to be pruned, if I knew I had to be purged, and I was going to let have to let some people go, I was going to have to let some places go, I was going to have to walk away from some stuff just so God can get me to my next level, just so God can get me to my next um, mountaintop. Would you still do it? You know, because as humans, we get so used to something. We get used, so used to people. You know, even though there are some people that we know aren't good for us, we still want to have them in our lives, you know, because we, we want to try to make up, make up in our minds that, okay, maybe they're not good for this point, but what if I need them later on? If that's the case, why would God be telling you to get rid of them? God knows more than we know. He sees everything, okay? He has planned our course in life out already. Before we were even created, before we were even born, God knows what he has designed us to be. He knows our purpose in this world. He knows our purpose in this life. So how can we try to put our thoughts and our desires before his? He knows everything. He's the one that's put it together, okay? Moving on. The trauma and pain God has ordered in your life has exposed the dreams you've put to the side and allowed to die. It's the crushing you experience in the low parts of your life, however, that God will use as his resurrection tools to bring them back to life. What's going on with you is God's job. There is something dead in your house and he seeks to revive it. Are you tired of the deadly stench of your deceased dreams? Are you tired of looking good but not feeling good? Are you tired of smiling but not having joy? Wow. Those are uh, some good questions, okay? And they um, should have an answer. You know, you don't want to have questions and don't have answers for them. So let me see if I could answer these from my own life, my own journey, and see what comes out. Okay? Are you tired of the deadly stench of your deceased dreams? Yes, I am. There are some dreams that I've had. There are some goals that I have had. And, you know, fear is number one. Okay? How can I do this? When can I do this? Um, the, you know, the not knowing. The, the um, notion that it's only me. You know, how am I supposed to do all of this? And I have to remember that it's not just me. God is here. God is the one that um, has downloaded these hopes and dreams and goals into me. You know, I can't um, do it out of my own thing, especially when it's so big. That's not me. That's God. So I have to find ways and I have to uh, um put the vision on, get the vision down. You know, what exactly did God tell me? What exactly did he uh, say that I'm to do? And you pray about it, you know, um, and get outside of being fearful and get outside of um, not knowing the whole complete picture. Just take little steps towards making it to come true, to bringing it into fruition. Okay. Fruition. I think that's fruition. Okay. So, <laughs> Are you tired of looking good but not feeling good? Oh, my goodness. Yes. And I tell you, I've been working on that. 
I have had to make changes within my uh, my own mindset um, and my own body, you know, because I had to look at myself and for years I had been putting in stuff that I know wasn't good for me, putting in stuff that I know was not going to give me a good end result. So I've done a lot of changing of what I eat, you know, because I know that if I eat a certain thing, even though it looks good and it may taste good, it may not be good going down. Okay, so I've been for the past couple months, maybe longer, I've been doing a lot of changing of how I eat and what I eat. And and this I really see the results. I'm, I'm really starting to um, not only feel good, but look better, you know? So I, that's one thing that I, I've been doing that I can answer that says, yes, I, you know, I am, I was tired of that. And I, I've done, I've done something to, um, to change that. Okay. The next question was, are you tired of smiling, but not having joy? If you know me personally, I don't smile a lot. <laughs> I don't, I really don't. And I've, I've, I don't know, I've, I've never been the type to just walk around with this big smile on my face, you know, not to fit anybody, but I, you know, me and my thinking, I, I think it's kind of fake, you know, and that's just my own thinking, you know, because like I was saying pre- previously, um, none of us are perfect. So, you know, how can you walk around with this plastered smile on your face? Yes, God is good. We know he's good, you know, but we're human. You know, everything is not going to be good in our lives. Every day is not going to be joyful. Every day is not going to be awesome and amazing. You're going to go through some things. You're going to have to deal with some people, okay? So, yes, yeah, you can smile and you can fake it and all that kind of stuff like that. And I do smile occasionally. I do, you know, and I'm not always um, going through something. I'm not always sad. But just my personality and just me, myself, I just, I can't do it. I cannot walk around with a plastered smile on my face. I think I would look crazy, you know, and that's just me. But um, I'm not tired of smiling. (laughs) I smile, so. um, But there are some times that, yes, I I am joyful and I will have a smile on my face sometimes. And people that know me like, okay, yeah, what's going on? What's up? You know, they, they, they think that something's wrong when they see me smiling. So it's like, you know, it's a, I don't know. But yeah, no, I'm not tired of smiling, but not having joy. Nope, because I don't smile all the time. You know, when I do, it's, you know, I'm having a pretty awesome day, you know. But for those of you that walk around like that and, hey, that's, that's you, not me, I'm not judging. Um, but... I don't think I could really answer that question. So I'm going to pose a question again and you can answer it on your own. Are you tired of smiling but not having joy? Okay. And I think that's all that I am going to share out of the book. And again, this has been chapter 12 of the book Crushing by T.D. Jakes. We have chapter 13, 14, and 15 to go, and this book will be complete. And again, this book right here, um, it's an awesome book. It's a good book. You know, I hopefully I haven't shared too much out of the book that will deter you from getting it and reading it for yourself because there is still a lot in here that I did not share. 
you know, and, you know, just being a Christian, you should have this book, okay, because we are going to be crushed, we are going to be purged, we are going to be pruned, okay, we're not perfect, no one in this world is perfect, okay, none of us are without flaw, none of us are without blemish, okay, we are all going to fall, we are all going to sin, you know, but the thing about this is when you do fall and when you do sin, get back up, start over again. Okay, ask forgiveness. That's number one. Ask forgiveness after you get up and try not to do it anymore. Okay, we may stop one thing, but then we'll get into another. So we it's going to be a continual cycle. You're always going to be asking forgiveness. I know I do. Okay, because while I'm not a confrontational person, I don't like to argue. I don't like to, um, you know, just be in conflict with anybody. There's sometimes it's going to happen. And I might say something that may not be pleasing to God. So I'm going to have to ask for forgiveness, you know, and even go to that person. It's like, you know what? Hey, I may have said something that was, you know, not appealing to God and not appealing to myself. You know, I... I don't want to talk to anyone like that. I want no one talking to that to me. You know, so there's going to be times when you're going to have to ask for forgiveness. You're going to have to be forgiven. You know, and everyone doesn't like to say, I'm sorry. You know, there are some times when you're going to have to be the bigger person and go to the other person because they won't do it. You know, and you don't have to tell them. You just say, you know, to yourself, you know what? They're not going to say, let me say it. So we can move on from this. You know, because that's another thing. I don't like to be stuck. Okay, I don't like to be stuck. I don't want, like to be boxed in. I don't like to be confined to this little space, you know? So you don't want to be a hindrance to anyone else. You don't want no one to hinder you. So ask for forgiveness. Give forgiveness, okay? Um, I think that's it. If you're listening to this and you have not uh, listened to any of my other podcasts, I am also currently doing a 30-day challenge okay from this book called fit for your assignment um we are in going into days 22 and 23 so you may want to when you're done listening to this podcast you want may go back to the other ones and you know if you want to start from day one okay and do the 30-day challenge you don't have to go along with us you can start it over on your on your own and just you know catch up because i'm going to be putting all 30 days on this podcast uh, they are on uh, YouTube as well for those that like a visual. You know, my name on there, I believe it's either a single mom of purpose or under my uh, government name, which is Tamara McCarthy. You can find my YouTube channel and uh, see those videos in previous videos. Um, if this, again, if this is your first time hearing me and listening to my podcast, I am an author and a writer. You know, I have a website, www.tamaramccarthyenterprises.com. I have uh, weekly and sometimes monthly blogs on there. I've been doing that for um, since 2016. So you'll find hundreds of articles on there that you may want to go back and read. Uh, some of them I have incorporated into my podcast. So if you want to listen to previous uh, podcasts, you may hear some of those as well. Uh, my books are available on my website. My books are also available on Amazon.com. And... Um, Yes, and if you're on Instagram, I am the Single Mom of Purpose. I have a Facebook group called Kingdom Gals, and I am just um, thankful for you guys listening. 
I'm thankful that you guys have been uh, keeping up with me and uh, continuing just to support by listening to these podcasts. It's, um, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. But thank you. Okay, and I will be back again. Again, this is from chapter 12 of T.D. Jake's new book, Crushing. And I will be back with thirteen chapters 13, 14, and 15 soon okay again happy sunday i hope you had an amazing blessed day and i am just wishing and praying that your week ahead is going to be amazing marvelous inspiring empowering um and all those good things okay talk to you soon